0: and i was like oh my god and then she was like yeah you know i think it's a girl And and i was like how do you know and she's like well look at that underbelly and i was like well okay
1: mom i'm recording my podcast welcome welcome
2: hope everyone is doing just swell it's been so long since we've um talked to you guys what's up
1: a whole week it's crazy
2: really never thought that we would actually um pull this off but y'all really seem to like the podcast so thank you guys that's so nice
0: thanks yeah the feedback's been awesome keep it coming this week we're gonna share some of our favorite stories told about social media or through social media. But, but first but first we're gonna share what's up this week. So hey Zach, what's up this week? Oh
2: god, <laughs> so bad. Sorry, I really wanna do my sound effects, so we'll get better at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Um, so, this week, it was announced that Kanye West is running for president, and it's some of the worst news I've ever heard.
0: Is he serious? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's dead serious.
1: Uh, he's dead serious, and um, it's probably, most likely, just a ploy to get votes away from Joe Biden, because, as we know, um, old boy Kanye West is a Trump stan. Weirdly. Weirdly. I just can't
0: foresee that going well. I mean, who would ever want to manage his campaign? Like,
1: But, like, that's the whole thing is, like, people are going to take it as a joke and be like, oh, my gosh, like, Kanye West is president. Ha, ha, ha. Let's vote for him. And then.
2: No, exactly. And I'm like a big Kanye West fan, but there's no way I'm voting for him. That's ridiculous. The man is a psychopath. And I just don't think it's going to go well.
0: Yeah, this is Gen Z jibber jabber not endorsing kanye for the yeah, 2020 election
1: correct just in case
0: y'all miss that
1: <laughs> hey carmen what's up this week
2: what's up this week is that saharan dust is fucking deadly my guys i was so scared of it and i don't want to freak anyone out by the way we're meeting over zoom we're not meeting in person because i could possibly have the coronavirus now I don't know what it is, and my test from three weeks ago has still not come in the mail. Hmm. Anyway, if you don't know what Saharan dust is, it is Saharan dust. It's this giant dust cloud, and is literally coming for us like the apocalypse. And I have really bad allergies, so I thought that I was going to be a target. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I don't know what's going on. That's it. I just think it's crazy. I think it's like such a crazy... I don't know. It's almost crazier than the pandemic to me, because it's like... The pictures are monstrous, this monstrous dust cloud, just like it's crazy. So,
0: the dust cloud from the Sahara Desert on the continent of Africa made its way across the ocean and into the southeastern United States. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. And the day I started feeling symptoms was like the day that it
2: was supposed to hit Texas and Louisiana. So that's why I think it was that. But then some medical professionals were like, Carmen, you don't know. But I will never know. I don't think my tests were ever going to come in. I think that it was actually a dream that I got tested and that I'm never going to get my results.
0: Mm. I had a dream last night that I opened a restaurant, but it was like an arboretum in the restaurant. So all of the (laughs) trees were like throughout. It was like you would have a a table with a white Tablecloth and then a nice tree hanging over it, but it was all indoors.
1: That's kind of that's, fun. Someone should awesome. write that down. Like, when write should that we down. Name that?
0: Yeah. Isn't that
2: Rainforest <laughs> I so Cafe, too. though? Don't oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I forgot that was <laughs> that. But, like, are they real trees in there? I've never been. In my dream, yes, but
0: a Rainforest Cafe,
2: definitely not. Okay, well, maybe we can just do real trees, like a little magical forest wonderland.
1: I like yeah. that. We can put like pretty lights.
2: Maybe and we can, can have cafe. like singing animal characters. Alvin and the Chipmunks meets Rainforest
0: Cafe. Hmm. That's my idea. That's a niche market, but maybe it could work.
1: That could be my first job out of acting school. <laughs> yeah.
0: You could basically sing in my diner. Hey Rachel, what's up this week? What's up this week is another personal story for my side hustle adventures, <laughs> but this one is good. So I, my shift is from six to 10 in the morning, but I like to do my work as efficiently as possible and then get on with my way. So I'm not allowed to leave, but I can walk around the visitor center and like, it's pretty nice. There's a little bayou swamp lake thingy with a railing. So all the tourists mm-hmm. passing through, they all love to go and like, look over the rail and there's all sorts of swamp lilies and like kind of very, if you had to put Louisiana in one little box, that's what it looks like. There's like cypresses and whatever. That's so cute. Yeah. So they have a walking trail. It's all picturesque, whatever. And there's a little pavilion. So I like to go down the walking trail, go sit in the pavilion with my headphones on, you know, doing other podcast research and and whatever. So I'm sitting out there. It's about nine in the morning last Wednesday and I hear these people yelling and I think that it's someone at the visitor center who like needs help or a tourist who has a flat tire or something more normal. But then I hear these people yelling and I turn over to my left and I see that the two ladies who are the outdoor maintenance ladies, they both have this high kind of hairspray blonde hair that's coiffed up and they wear all this eyeliner and I just, they're, they're they're very like, Southeast Texas, Southwest Louisiana, looking Ladies. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. they do the outside, I do the inside. And they're leaning over the railing next to this kind of swamp water thing. And they're like, all I hear is, ah, ah. And I'm like, oh my God, are they yelling at me? So then I walk over to them with my earbuds still in. I'm like, hey, what are y'all yelling at? And they're like, we're calling the gator. And I was like, what? And then I hear them say, Sam, Sam. And they're yelling at this gator. (laughs) whose name is Sam, and I was like, does he come on command, and they were like, yes, Oh my god! and so god. that day, that day, he didn't come, but the next day, <laughs> they were doing the same damn thing, and he came, he swam up to them, and I was like, oh my god, and then she was like, yeah, you know, I think it's a girl, and, she, and I was like, how do you know, and she's like, well, look at that underbelly, and I was like, well, okay, maybe it's Samantha then, <laughs> alligator experts, I was like, is this real life, no, that's Why? crazy.
1: Why never, are these ladies alligator whisperers?
0: Anyway, another date works. Sam. That's what's put out this week. <laughs> but it was it was the, like that southern two-syllable. Sam! Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> oh. ridiculous. That is insane. <clears throat> yes, thank you for hearing me out. Of course.
1: So now let's let's talk about the history of social media. Let's get into that.
0: Yes. Let me drop some knowledge. So yeah, on, on this episode, we were thinking about, or we are going to talk about social media in a storytelling kind of way. So... How social media is a new wave of storytelling culture, like through threads and Facebook articles and Instagram photojournalism, and how it really is a bigger part of our culture than we realize it is, especially for us communicating and telling stories. So here's a little brief background on how we got to where we are today. This is all internet research. Thank you, internet social media. Social media has been around since the beginning of time. But if we're talking about ways that people communicated with each other, this could be like the caveman drawing on the side of the wall, leaving a message or scrolls or letters or telegrams or even editorials in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. But they all have one thing in common and that's that people are interacting like through written word, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's not just like the man telling you something or the greater corporation broadcasting a bunch of information, but people are putting out their own messages. So it was pretty much paper it was paper and word of mouth until the 21st century. So I learned, I took a class on this in high school. It was a part of my American entrepreneurship like history class. Did y'all take something similar to that? Not at all. No. I
2: wish. I took like world history. We learned about the history of the world.
0: And it wasn't (laughs) nicely taught. Anyways, continue. (laughs) So in this one we talked a lot about how business kind of shaped like american history and then towards the end we talked about the internet so this is where this comes from but that's cool in the 80s there was this bulletin board system called bbs which i've never heard of but basically it was like just small text exchanges and it moved at the snail's pace for it to upload to the internet so people could post something on your bulletin board and be like hello how's the weather or whatever right that's cute and then four weeks later they would <laughs> they would read it. Oh it my nice, god. <laughs> yeah. So then after BBS, there's AOL, which we all have heard of AOL for like old ladies using their email on AOL. Right. Do, do right. you guys know what that stands no, for? No, I, I absolutely have no idea. No like idea. I just knew it's an email thing and I don't use it. So it stands <laughs> for American Online. And this was like the internet before the internet. And the crazy thing about AOL is that they had these member profiles where you could post details about yourself. So this is the oh, first- Oh, wait, I
2: think I do know. No, maybe. Is this in, in, in the movie The Click?
0: <laughs> I feel <laughs> like she's on her
2: iMac, like, like on- No, that's
0: IMing. Never mind. Right, IM. That's not born yet. Okay. Maybe, but I think IM was, like, a part of AOL. Maybe it some, was. Some Gen Ys. I mean, Gen X is gonna come for me on this one. Yeah, anyway. probably. <laughs> so then in the 90s- Yahoo shows up and people start getting computers in their homes and then classmates.com arise. y'all know classmates.com?
1: No idea. I did it.
0: It was basically like you reconnect with your old classmates.
1: Oh, that's, kind oh, of cool.
0: that's, that's cute. It's like Facebook-ish. I think mm-hmm. That's how Facebook's used today, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Like people from it, your hometown. Facebook is very, very similar in that regard. Mm-hmm. But then the, the, at the turn of the century, you get Friendster, which from watching the social <laughs> network, I know about that rivalry between Zuckerberg and Mm -hmm. whoever that man was. Oops. I have no idea what his name was. (laughs) We now know who won
1: that battle.
0: Right. So on Friendster, you would make bonds with other people, and it looks like a web of little profile pictures, and it was all about mutual friends. And then, MySpace comes in 2003, which is more hip and appealed to young people. They had music and videos, so it was more than just information. Like, I remember my neighbor got a MySpace and it was the biggest deal ever that her mom like let her have a MySpace. I guess. No yeah
2: I I mean I wish I don't have any memory of it like I I know what it is I know what it looks like but I don't think at that point I had older friends or like babysitter friends like what was I'm trying to think I don't know I just remember like I feel like whenever I was a kid before I was able to have a phone, like, for some reason, texting became, like, a really big deal because they'd have, like, those slide-out keyboards on phones.
1: Right. That's what I remember. Yeah. My first phone had that.
2: You would just, like, whip it and, like,
1: Yeah, like,
0: (laughs) Anyway, that's all I remember. But, yeah. So, after MySpace, you have Facebook, born in 2004, and this is the hugest deal ever because the power of the like button is born. Right. And whole instant gratification thing. So now that you can like whatever you want to be liked more, I guess. So that's why it's kind of a step up from classmates is that you have more interaction possibilities. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have Reddit in 2005, Twitter in 2006. And then whenever everybody starts getting social media on their phones, Instagram comes up in 2010. And then, you know, since then we've had a lot of evolution with your dating apps and like more other personal networking in that regard. But yeah, that's basically how we got to where we are today. Right. And like, I do
2: remember, like, in middle school, there were a couple of flops. Like, there were apps that were, like, kind of like Instagram, but mm-hmm. not. And they just, like, went away. Do you remember those? It was called. Like,
1: like Visco.
2: Almost. But people still use Visco. It was called, it was, like, red and it had, like, an R name. Yes, yes. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? And you can, like, share what you're listening to. And then everyone just, like, deleted it. And you, like, post pictures, but it was, like, just like, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I yeah, feel like Visco is like that. Like they wanted Visco to be something more, but it
1: really isn't. Like, do all remember? I, there was that app that like came out when we were in like middle school, and it was like it was called like High School Secrets or something.
2: The one where you would like it was anonymous, and you would like yeah. say stuff, and it was a new oh, area. Yeah. Ask we, Right. Yes what? and no. There's a different one.
1: Ask different It was like. <laughs> Ask FMs.
2: Ask FM. So Ask this FM. one, what was it called? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I don't I don't know what it was. But I don't it was,
1: remember what it was called, but it was like people would like it was yeah. just a freaking like um it would just start drama. Like people would post things just to start drama, and nobody knew who it was from.
2: You basically, yeah, it was anonymous, and it would do people in your area or at your school. So you would, you could literally write down like Zach sucks, and you would no idea who said that, and then like everyone right. would say like, Oh my god, did you see that on what? What was that? Oh yeah, yeah. A website okay. called and, yeah, yeah.
0: And then it was it would supposed to be used you. for
2: bullying and stuff, or yeah. like anti-bullying, <laughs> but then it was bullying.
0: Yeah, you would like receive a text on your phone that said mm-hmm. someone was talking about you. I remember, like, picking up my phone in the middle of the class one day, which, you know, was very taboo in middle school. And I looked at it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but.
1: Yeah. Because one time somebody put stuff about me on it. Like, they were like, oh, Zach is doing this. And, like, and I, and it was, like, something very personal that I'm not going to share on here. Oh, my God. And they, they were not wrong. But.
0: <laughs> okay. I
1: remember being shook.
2: It's like after school, but it's not called after that. school.
0: No, nope, mine after was called school. after school.
1: Mine was called after school too. Was yeah, it yeah. after
0: school or was it Yik Yak? No, ours was all definitely the same. Probably, yeah, it has
1: definitely after school. I just can't
0: remember.
2: Okay, well, I'm so sorry. But anyway, that was a huge and Ask FM was also a huge deal because it was like, you know, we were in middle school and it was like, oh my god, like someone has a crush on me and I don't know who it is. They asked me on Ask FM last night. I got <laughs> in trouble by my parents for having Ask FM and nothing raunchy ever happened on there either and they were Ooh. like why do you have this this is so weird and i was like i just want to know like i just want to be involved and i never got a chance to be raunchy on ask fm and that's one of my biggest regrets to this day but were they, they wrong there. no they weren't wrong at all they were actually i mean i would have done the same thing as a parent because it's sketchy like kick kick is also a very sketchy messaging platform um i had gotten over having it multiple times but like you know, it was like, oh, you don't want your mom to see your text to your little friend, then you would go and kick. And right. then something criminal happened, I think, and I think, you know, that ooh. was, didn't, I don't think it was an ooh, I think someone got, like, kidnapped. Oh, something not related to oh. you, but criminal. Yeah, no, not me. <laughs> I think, if I'm correct, this girl was messaging someone that she didn't know who it was, and, like, she met him somewhere, and She was either kidnapped or almost kidnapped. Anyway, scary stuff. Honestly, for growing up in that age, I mean, I feel like our generation and some millennials, I I think my parents were like, I don't know how to handle this. Like, I wasn't allowed to get a phone until way later. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I feel like everyone, it was like almost like a a phone rampage, a phone high. Like all my friends in fifth grade, like got iPhones. We were like, oh my God, like I want an iPhone. It was like social media, Uvu, like we were, it was like a constant, like, oh my God, were you in the Uvu group chat last night? No, I wasn't. Oh my God, that sucks for you. Like, it was just <laughs> such a toxic environment.
0: It, it still is. But whenever you're that young, it was exactly. really hard, especially right. because, well, for me, I remember the transition was like, we, w- we, we were all big on Skype in my class. So people would like call the house phone. Like, one of my friends would call the house phone and say, hey, it's so-and-so. I was just wondering if Rachel could go get on Skype. Like, and then we would all hop on and talk to each other more. And mm-hmm. it's really adorable. But then in sixth grade, whenever we all got phones, it was just that, non- that transition from being a kid to having nonstop in your face. Mm-hmm. But you want it, but you don't know that it's bad for you. And then you feel right. bad that your parents know better than you do, but you don't want to admit that. That was a weird time.
1: And I think that's what made our generation kind of who we are because we grew up with all that. And then we like had iPhones by the time we were definitely in high school. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we had to go through all of that, like the bad stuff into like learning how to use it better.
0: Yes, we've grown with our phones. Right. Wow. And of course, now it's a big thing to be disconnected and all these Mm -hmm. woke spiritual people I, I I kind of pride myself on being not phone in hand. But yeah, I definitely, you're definitely
2: not phone in hand.
0: But I'm on it more than I think is healthy for me still. And like old people who, where am I going with this? Old people who send text messages that are like punctual and right. they'll say, Hey, hey, comma, will you pick these up for me at the store? Question mark. And it's, although it sounds like not a big deal, it's really a big difference in our communication right. styles. It definitely is. Yeah.
2: I remember whenever, I mean, even, you know, teaching your parents and grandparents what certain abbreviations mean, mm-hmm. stuff like that, whenever we were younger. Like, lots of love is not this laugh out loud. I remember that was always <laughs> a confusion, but <laughs> it's just crazy. One time.
1: Speaking of when we were gonna talk about like Twitter threads and stuff, mm-hmm. there was this thread of um, this grandma texting her um, like granddaughter or something, and she was like, "Oh my gosh! Like so and so just died. LOL." Oh no! Oh yeah!
2: That's
1: <laughs> and the granddaughter the one was I like, saw. "Yeah." The granddaughter was like, um, "What?" Like, what do you mean? Like, why are you laughing about this woman dying? And she was like, LOL, like, lots of love. And she was like, Grandma, no.
0: Granny, no. That's,
2: yeah, that's, I've heard that happening a lot. Also, like, I mean, I myself have had to go on Urban Dictionary a few times recently. So that's why I feel like I'm getting old. Me too. I You know, like. Yeah, I don't know. Like some abbreviations, I'll see it on Twitter, and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. And then it's like, I guess I'm supposed to. I think I didn't know what SMH meant until like two years ago.
1: Oh, me neither. Very
0: out of the loop. That's been in my vocab. Yeah, I'm
1: still confused by it because sometimes I feel like it's used for like so much hell, and I get never heard that
2: before. It's I. It's isn't it so much hate and shake
0: my head? I've only ever heard it as shake my head. Yeah, I or think...
2: like, or like, I just feel like I see this image, like SMH. Y'all can't even see me, but like, you know what I mean? Like, just like, 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 hanging my head low, like, like, don't look at me. It's not so much
0: hell, that's for sure. Carmen is definitely sitting in her dad's closet with the lights off.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I you know the light is broken in here. Remember how I was in, we were in my sister's closet, now I'm in my dad's closet? Let me know which one sounds better, because I really like <laughs> the ambiance in here, and I feel like there's less echo, but also there is no light. And I look like a ghost <laughs> on Zoom. Should we tell some, oh. some, some media, story, some media tell stories, some social media stories? Let's tell some media stories.
1: So I would like to talk about um, the downsides of some things that happen on social media from Gen Z's, which is, um, which I don't know if I'd call it like a downside. Like, let me take that back. But like, some things that just changed the culture was like cancel culture, for example. So we got this new wave of like celebrities being called out through social media on like different things that they did wrong and stuff, which like, some things it's like eh, do we cancel them for that and then some things it's like yeah they definitely need to be canceled you know like i just saw recently that on tiktok which this makes me feel old too because i have not that much information on this but like little huddy
0: just oh, recently
1: just recently got canceled for like making out with some girl
2: Oh, I know about this. Would you like me to explain?
1: Yeah.
2: I'll just Thanks. I'll just step in right here. Oh, sorry. I had a little rasp in my voice. You know, that Saharan dust, that coronavirus. Now, a okay. little Huddy, who, by the way, has been quote-unquote canceled for saying the N-word. Now, he hasn't really lost anything, but people have canceled him, which I think we don't have to talk about this, but there's also, like, I feel like there's a lot more males than females getting away with that. Yeah. Which is fine. I think no one should get away with saying the n-word. But anyway, should have been canceled a long time ago. Now he's being canceled because he hooked up or engaged in activity with this other TikTok star named <gasps> Nessa Barrett. Who, by the way, I think they're all like 15. Like At 15, I was literally watching like, I don't know. Spongebob. Downton Abbey or Spongebob Like <laughs> by <Abbey>. myself. <laughs> I
0: used to love Downton Abbey. We had Downton Abbey parties. We had Downton Abbey viewing. Oh my God. Like, actually, God. like, God bless seasonal Downton Abbey.
2: depression. Never Downton Abbey was not on TV. Like, crazy stuff. Anyways. Go and honey. so, basically, Charlie D'Amelio, my queen, kind of like called him Is out she for it. queen. Honestly, I love her. I think that she's, she's, I'm she's, here for her. she spread a lot of awareness for the Black Lives Matter movement. She's a very sweet girl. I don't know. She spreads a lot of positivity on her platform. Now, I don't know why she's engaging with this fool. I think it was publicity stuff, but. She's not my queen, queen, but I don't have a problem with her. Basically, um, he tweeted something where it was like, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, I don't know why um, it's such a big deal about me and this girl. And then Charlie like responded and was like, well, you came to my house after you did that with her and you didn't say anything. Anyway, that's all I know.
1: So So that's that's the part of cancel culture where I'm just like, why do we care?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's we should care that he said the N word, not that he was. Right. Like, I don't even think that. I mean, you really think that? I'm just so uninvolved with. I guess they're not celebrities, but like celebrity relationships. Like, I am, but I'm not. Like, I think, like, whenever I right. see that on the news, I'm like, why are we talking about this? Like, I don't care who they're with, the new girl. It's just stupid.
0: Yeah, that's really not my business. Mm-hmm. Like, and also with TikTok, that's just something I could actually care less about. Like, it's. I love how oh, I said that, and I
2: know all the details. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just on TikTok so much that I just saw everything. Like, but...
1: If you're not on alt TikTok, then, like, what's – what? no one cares.
2: Right. Exactly. Sorry, Rachel. You were saying
0: you don't care about TikTok, which is valid. So expand on that. Well, my little cousin is going into sixth grade, and she has borderline obsessive TikTok Personality, yeah. like t- TikTok, kind of is her personality right now, and she thinks Charlie's Emilio hung the moon. And like, I'm not saying she's a bad person or anything, but I just don't think she's like, I don't know, done anything really noteworthy just yet. Maybe in the future she will, but anyway, she was telling me about all this l- little Huddy drama, and I was like, Are you meaning to tell me this white boy named Hudson who calls himself Little Huddy? I know. Is, like, it's just <laughs> kind of gross, ridiculous. And the people who are canceling, little Huddy, are eleven-year-olds like my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I'm kind of like, how valid is this? No, literally. Anyway, I my my thing is, I feel like
2: this kind of leads into another topic off of Zach's, but I think that I mean I'd rather this girl like Charlie D'Amelio than a lot of girls who are just very mean to her for no reason. It's another thing. It's not like canceling this girl, but it's like, oh, I hate Charlie, like da 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 da. Or it's like, it's like we all always talk about girls supporting girls, but then I see that on TikTok. And it's like, why do you hate her? She's literally done nothing. She's very right. unproblematic. I mean, but it's just that, and I see that all the time on TikTok, like making fun of other girls, and like, you know, that might lead into our next topic. Now, sometimes I do laugh and I don't want to, but I just think it can be extremely toxic and I think that honestly even all TikTok is getting a little toxic for me.
0: Yeah. I think I think it's going to bust at the end of quarantine.
2: Right. If if I if we had TikTok middle school or high school, I it would ruin everything. It would be insane. Yeah. I can't imagine what these kids are going through and it's just crazy. I mean, they might not think it's a big deal, but I just I think TikTok can be extremely toxic and I'm a big fan like everyone that knows me knows i'm literally always on tiktok but every time i say that i'm gonna get off the app i literally don't
1: right so another part of that that i wanted to get into was like all the debbie ryan stuff that happened so all of a sudden like these celebrities that literally have done nothing wrong (laughs) are just becoming these like viral memes and it's just like hurting them as people (laughs) if that makes sense like so for example the debbie ryan stuff that happened was somebody like made this video like showing all the like weird awkward like acting that debbie ryan does where she like looks down and then puts her finger through the side of her hair and like looks up very oddly (laughs) and it's very funny it really is it gets taken to like these new extremes of like them like people then looking into like every single thing that debbie ryan has ever done like that's been like a movie or a tv show or whatever and then they just like drag her right <laughs> which i think is kind of toxic
0: yeah i i feel really bad for debbie ryan because she kind of didn't do anything to deserve that except for acting some trashy decoms but like, right. She was just a child star, like the rest of them.
1: I right. mean,
0: whenever you have that kind of job, it's it, it happens, and it's just and unfortunate mean, that in this way, it's not like entertainment tonight tearing her down, but it's really all of Twitter. <laughs> Maybe she has a good sense of humor. The I
2: thing know. I think that we all ex we don't expect Disney to have phenomenal actors and actresses, but also like we literally tore this girl apart, and we didn't even mean right. to. We just I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's like, and a like a weird obsession thing. Like, what I did was, once I saw one video, I went and I watched all the other Debbie Ryan videos. Imagine people making the memes. They are like, let me go watch Insatiable. Let me watch all these things she's been in and tear it apart. And I think that it was just... And I felt bad for her, but also... It, it's very conflicting. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It was very
0: bad. But I do feel bad, because I saw her tweets and stuff. And I was just wondering about the costume designers who told her it would be a good idea to wear those wrists. <laughs> net fish net wrist <laughs> like honestly after she purpose? wore those in that movie
2: i think i purchased some <laughs> that's how influential shows in my life i mean they had them all at justice i i was a little too old but i honestly like those but i hate them like they're so disgustingly early 2000s ugly but i do love them it's
0: it's a chic look um
1: <laughs> and then a part of Gen Z on social media that I love and that I think is hilarious also on this topic is um, how we use social media to kind of like troll different generations or like different people on different sides of different matters. So like for 4th of July, one of the big things that like happened on Twitter was that everyone started saying, well, since all lives suddenly matter, since, since we can't say black lives matter because you get so mad that we're saying black lives matter and you wanna say all lives matter, then on the 4th of July, all countries should matter, right? Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so know.
1: Gen Z decided to make hashtag all countries matter trend <laughs> on the 4th of July, which I think is one of the funniest things in the world
0: i think it's also very funny it's clever it's concise it's to the point like it's just nailing home how stupid the argument that all lives matter is Mm -hmm. wow way to go Z. way to go us
1: another story with that is whenever people started buying tickets to the trump rally or not buying but like oh i did i did reserve
2: a seat or (laughs) four (laughs)
1: Preserving seats at the Trump rally Just so when Donald Trump arrives All the seats were empty You
2: could see the sad look on that boy's face It was a glorious night for us And that's where TikTok comes in handy Because I saw that on TikTok And I followed the instructions And here I am today My mom was so proud
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mom supporting kids
2: there we go! Oh, I just love The Devil Went Down to Georgia, don't you? Um, <laughs> hey guys, what's up? It's me, Carmen. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you notice, we ended kind of on a weird note, and that's because we talked so much in this episode that there will be a part two next week so if you want a part two about social media make sure to listen next week because i'm sure you will this episode was great um if i do say so myself next if you have like any episode requests or if you want to tell us anything about the podcast at all just dm one of us on instagram you're always welcome on our instagrams mine is at carmen l-e-j-e-u-n-e Rachel's is at RJUD22 and Zach's is at Zach the tree, with a CH in Zach. So um, we'll see y'all next week. Have a great week until then. Bye.